So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. Relationship advice. This is what we're going to talk about today. And I'm pumped and I'm yeah, looking forward to going through that. But yeah, there's going to be more after the intro. Kind as always, you know, because it is amazing. Because talking about that is an amazing thing. And with that being said, hello, welcome back to the next episode of the self World and Tactics podcast. And I'm really, 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 really looking forward to going through this with you. You know, um, without further ado, I do think, like, um, check out the description if you want to listen to the podcast. It is in the description. If you And also, just if you want to listen to or watch the YouTube video, it is going to be down in the show notes as well if you are already on the podcast. The notes, as you're then going to see, there are certain highlights, and these highlights are down in a PDF. You can download the PDF and print it and, and read it and do whatever the fuck you want to do it with it. And music. If you're willing to personalize the whole experience through music and with some background music, please check out this link as well. So yeah, um, let's actually get through it. You know, let's actually go through it. And as you can see on the left side of the screen, we are already having here the markmanson.net hmm? .net site. It's not a .com, it's not a .org, it is like a .net site. But I do have to plug in my PC because I don't want it to die. It wouldn't be that of a nice thing. Would indeed not be that of a super thing. Um, but you know what? Sometimes it is what it is. Sometimes your PC is gonna just turn itself off. Sometimes this is gonna be like karma or whatever the fuck you're believing in. But let's actually see. Um, as you can see, there are all my notes that I'm having to just show you. Um, I do just have to search for the right ones. Uh, Mark Manson. Here they are. So they should also be here right now as far as, yeah. Here they are. You know, it's actually a pretty good program. It's called Weaver with a W and E-A-V-A. -A. Uh, it's pretty cool. You know, you just can highlight things. They are going to be down there. You can also just export them as a text file. Um, it just makes it pretty easy for me to put everything into this um into this PDF so that you can also just benefit from that. And this is kind of the most amazing part that it is like you can watch the video, uh, you can listen to the podcast and you could also be just reading through the notes PDF, which is kind of the exact exact same thing as just watching the YouTube video or, or listening to the podcast, basically. Not really, because of course I'm going to talk about some other things as well, but uh, the core is kind of the same thing. But yeah. Um, we are going ahead with the fifth one because we've already went through one, two, four, and and I think I'm gonna just take my time there. Uh, might even be a little bit more of a chilled episode, but you know we're gonna see. You know we're gonna see, and we're gonna have a look at it, and we're gonna just then deal with whatever. So yeah, a healthy relationship means two healthy individuals. Individuals, you know, pretty important. So let's keep that in mind. Understand that it is up to you to make yourself happy. It is not the job of your spouse or your partner or your friend or your whatever. It is your fucking job to do so. I mean, and also like if you're in a place where you do just need a person to be happy, then I can understand that. I, I really do. 
because it is something of like it is quite common i would also say but in the end it's not such a good thing because what if the person is gone you know whether through actually dying which i'm really not hoping for i really i'm not um or whether it is like okay i just don't want to be just in a relationship with you anymore i do want to just divorce and whatnot you're gonna be fucked really fucked and this is definitely not worth it this is definitely not a good idea then this is definitely not a good thing then so basically um keeping that in mind i would say is just a good thing i'm not saying you shouldn't do nice things for each other or that your partner can't make you happy sometimes just saying that just saying don't lay expectations on your partner to make you happy it is not their responsibility figure out as individuals who and what makes you happy as an individual then you each bring that to the relationship yeah of course i mean like if you do know what you just really love to do and and uh, that makes you happy then fucking do that and you're also going to be happy in your relationship because of course if you're only doing things like i mean and this is also another point. Uh, I think both people need space in a relationship. You know? At least this is what I feel. This is what I think. Um, and by the way, yeah, here are my hair. Because it's really bothering me if they're just constantly in my fucking face. Um, but by the way, this paragraph was by Mandy. Because I, I actually forgot to mention that, I guess. the This Mark Manson article is based on 1,500 um, surveys, I would say, that people... In a relationship that lasted for more than 10 years um, were filling out. A relationship based on a constant and mutual sacrifices can't be sustained and will eventually be become damaging to both individuals. Yes, and this is all about like, okay, should you be sacrificing this and that and whatnot? Um, if it is only about sacrificing things, and he also just, he, he also explained, like, there is going to be some sacrifices, like, there is always going to be sacrifices, but you shouldn't be sacrificing your fucking life for the other person, because in the end, it is not going to make you that happy, and of course, if you're, like, a not healthy individual in a relationship, which means, like, an unhappy individual in a relationship, which does not necessarily have anything to do with the relationship itself, then, yeah, the relationship is going to be fucked. But it could also just be like, okay, you are, you are happy and because of your partner, you're unhappy. Which should also not be the case, by the way. Because I, I think it should be both ways. Like, your partner shouldn't be, like, the reason why you're happy. And also vice versa, this partner shouldn't also be, like, the reason why you're unhappy. Or make you unhappy. Like, of course, there's going to be some things that are happening. Um, or might happen. I don't hope. But, or there might have happened some things that made you unhappy like of course things makes us unhappy and and we shouldn't neglect these negative emotions but it is like well um, we always choose in the end we always choose to whether we are sad or angry we can choose in the end kind of shitty con condependent whatever it means relationships have an inherent stability because you're both locked in an implicit bargain to tolerate the other person's bad behavior because they're tolerating yours and neither of you wants to be alone on the surface it seems like a case of compromising in relationships because that's what people do but the reality is that resentments build up and both parties become the other person's emotional hostage against having to face and deal with their own bullshit it took me 14 years to realize this, by the way. Yeah. Um, I do want to just read a small part once again. On the surface, it seems like a case of compromising in a relationship because that's what people do. But the reality is that resentments builds up or resentment 
builds up or build up resentments build up yeah <laughs> and resentment means bitterness because i don't know and both parties become the other person's emotional hostage against having no face and deal with their own bullshit it took me 14 years so it is about being an individual which is the next part individuals that means two people with their own identities their own interests and perspectives and things they do by themselves on their own time this is an individual and you should be an individual like it shouldn't always be like okay uh, partner action i'd say i think you should also and you kind of also have to do something on your own as well because of course there's going to be some things that you like but your partner doesn't like it but also vice versa and uh, i don't know if you should be sacrificing all of that i think you shouldn't which was the point above kind of or actually uh, but yeah so don't try to change them this is the person you chose they were good enough to marry so don't expect them to change now which is actually a pretty good point, by the way. Like, of course, people change, but I, I wouldn't say that people are gonna... Like, and yeah, well, it is a difficult thing. Because, of course, some people are gonna change after you have been married to them or after you've... Uh, after your the, the, the party or whatever it might be. Like, people change. Um, and I do also understand that there's gonna be some divorces or quite a lot of divorces. I think it's actually 50%, isn't it? Like, I think 5 out of 10 people in a relationship are gonna just divorce or something. I think it is actually that. I think it is actually really fucking high, the chance. Um, which is, I think, understandable to on one hand. But on the other hand, it is probably, like, coming from a place of... I don't know. Like, it is, like... Sometimes I feel like maybe it's just something that, that I've seen with um, my own situations. And I haven't been married, but you know what I mean other people that I know kind of close that I kind of feel like that it often comes from a place of I don't I do not want to say like being alone that it is shitty but I mean uh, I think a lot of people do jump in and out of relationships kind of kind of kind of which which is a not that of good thing not always I would say anyway don't ever give up who you are for the person you're with. It will only backfire and make you both miserable. Have the courage to be who you have the courage to be who you are and most importantly let your partner be who they are. Those are the two people who fell in love with each other in the first place. Which is not something like I, I do want to talk about something. Like I am having a girlfriend at this point in time. It is the 5th of February 2020 and it is 1651. So it's actually 5 p.m., kind of. And I do have to say that I've changed. Of course, I've started the whole podcast and social media thing. This is one thing. But I also say that I've changed in terms of who I am to this person. In terms of, like, I, like if I do want to get a girl, and it kind of sounds like kind of weird, I'd say, but I'm going to be the fucking nicest person I fucking can be. Like, this is I'm going to be obsessed with it, kind of. I do just really focus on that and, and it is it is actually quite of a nice thing to just being able to focus on something new and whatnot and just fully focus on it and like this is the only thing that I'm gonna care, gonna care about in my life. Not only because of course there's also school or there has been school and also other things that I've been uh, quote unquote focusing on. Um, but it is like wow, this is just something that's pretty prominent and dominant in my life then. But like I'm just gonna be a nice person. 
I, I, I would say I'm, I'm still a nice person, but it is not the exact same thing as just trying to get to get a girl or trying to get someone to to like you, trying to whatever it might be all about. Like you're gonna be different. You're gonna be different to some people that you're having a crush on. You're gonna be nicer to them. You're not gonna be like quote unquote who you are. You know, you're not gonna be a fucking dumbass. You're not gonna be like with your friends or as you would be with your friends. And then all those things, like there are gonna be some changes, you know, and there are definitely some changes. The sixth and next point is give each other space. Be sure you have a life of your own. Otherwise, it is harder to have a life together. Have your own interests, your own friends, your own support network, and your own hobbies. Overlap where you can, but not being identical should give you something to talk about and helps to expand your horizons as a couple. Because, of course, like if she knows something about whatever animals and I don't know anything about animals, then I know more about it because she knows more about it or he knows more about it. But also, um, if you're like really interested in snakes, bad example, let's just take it anyway, and that person, whether it is a girl or a boy, I don't give a fuck, that you're in a relationship with them, if they don't know anything about it, they also benefit from that. So in the end, it's like a win-win if those people are not really like identical. People snag the prices of separate, snag the prices of separate checking accounts, separate credit cards, having different friends and hobbies, taking separate vac vacations from one another each year. This has been a big one in my own relationship. Some even went so far as to recommend separate bathrooms and separate bedrooms, which, by the way, is something that I'm seeing. But I don't think that it, that it is coming from a place, at least in this. Uh, situation I'd say it, it is not really coming from a place of okay I respect you and I want to give you a lot of space and either from like okay I kind of don't like you but circumstances are not good so that we are going to divorce or some shit but I, I kind of find it a weird thing to have your own vacations I still believe that it could be a good thing but I mean it is actually not something that I have seen in other relationships that are quote-unquote established in terms of like, well, I've seen it with, uh, well, friends of mine, maybe not really friends of mine, people that I know, I've seen it with them. Um, but in this context, it has been like, well, they're fucking young and it just makes sense. And it is like, okay, they're having their friends and, and you're having your friends and, 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 and like these things. Even more importantly, this inability to let your partner be who they are is a subtle form of disrespect. After all, if you can't trust your husband to have a simple golfing trip with the buddies or with his buddies or you're afraid to let your wife go out for drinks after work, what does it say about your respect for the ability to handle themselves appropriately? What does it say for you, for your respect for yourself? After all, if you believe a couple after work drinks uh, is enough to steer your partner away from you, you clearly don't think too highly of yourself as well. Uh, probably, yeah, because you're like, well... I'm not such a good person, actually. But, but it might also be like a way to just show you that you could be a better person, that you could be a better husband, that you could be a better wife, that you could be a better uh, uncle. Or, or maybe this is kind of weird. Well, let's just not take that. But, but you could be better. Maybe this is just showing you that. If you love your partner enough, you will let them be who they are. You don't own them. Who they hang out with and what they do or how they feel. Drives me nuts when I see women not let their husbands go out with the guys or are jealous of other women. Yes, you know, it actually comes from a deep place of insecurity, doesn't it? You know, if you really truly think that your partner is going to be just cheating on you for whatever reason, 
And I think like, yeah, you know, you're not really thinking about yourself in a good way then. Kinda. Oh, kinda. The seventh one. You and your partner will grow and change in unexpected ways, so embrace it. Over the course of 20 years, which is another quote, we both have changed tremendously. We have changed faiths, political parties, numerous hair colors and styles, but we love each other and possibly even more than we once did. Our grown kids constantly tell their friends what hopeless romantics we are, and the biggest thing that keeps us strong is not giving a fuck about what anyone else says about our relationship from Dori. And it is actually something that I find kind of sweet as well. Um, a friend uh, quite often told me like uh, that that he knows it as well that uh, like it is such a cute thing to to see like actually a couple uh, having multiple kids and and whatnot, but they're still like just you know on their first day. And I think it is something that's fucking nice. I like that. I really do. One day, many years from now, you will wake up and your spouse will be a different person. Make sure you fall in love with this person too. It is then up to the couple to communicate and make sure that they are consistently A. Aware of the changes going on in their partner and B. Continually accepting and respecting those changes as they occur. And I do want to point out that it is about respecting them. You do not have to accept them but you should be respecting them. You know, of course, there are probably going to be some changes that you do not really like to have, but it is about the other person. And I think then it is kind of about just not thinking about yourself all the time. So, and, and one of these, or examples for these critical changes or big changes would be changing religions, moving countries, death of family members, including children, supporting elderly family members, changing political beliefs, even changing sexual orientation, and in a couple cases, in a in a couple of cases, uh, realigning gender identification. Yeah. When you commit to someone, you don't actually know who you're committing to. You know who they are today, but you have no idea what this person is going to be in five years, 10 years. Have to be, you have to be prepared for the unexpected and truly ask yourself if you admire this person regardless of the superficial or not so superficial details because I promise almost all of those details are some point at some point are going to either change or go away. Maybe, you know, um, maybe this is also what I've been saying about like being a fucking nice ass person and Mr. Nice Guy. I don't know if this is gonna last. I don't know if everyone is gonna be such a nice person all the fucking time. But I think it is also, it is also quite of a hard thing to then just be like, well, you know, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, it, it's gonna change, but I know that I'm gonna stick with this person because this is a good person. The next thing is get good at fighting. The relationship is is a living, breathing thing. Much like the body and muscles, it cannot get stronger without stress and challenge. You have to fight. You have to hash things out. Obstacles makes obstacles make the marriage. From Ryan. Uh, but what is most important, uh, most interesting about Gotham's research is that the thing uh, that leads to divorce are not necessarily what you might imagine. He found that successful couples, like unsuccessful couples, fight consistently and some of them fight furiously. So there's a few things that he points out you should not be doing. The first thing is criticizing your partner's character, you're so stupid, versus that thing you did was stupid. The second thing is defensiveness, or basically blame shifting. I wouldn't have done that if you weren't late all the time. Like it is something that I'm seeing often as well and it just pisses me off so much because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Like you're blaming somebody for some bullshit, this does, it does not make any fucking sense. You did it, but is this person like really just to be blamed? Maybe in some cases indeed, 
but not fucking always. It's not going to be like, well, I only did this. I only just, I'm, I'm, I'm sometimes actually choking about it um, and being like, well, it's only because of you. And then I'm just starting smiling and whatnot. Contempt, putting down your partner and making them feel inferior. And the last one is the fourth one, stonewalling, withdrawing from an argument and ignoring your partner. This pisses me off a lot. It really does. I, I don't like that. I think it is about just communicating or just uh, just talking about. It. Like, of course, there is going to be just uh, you're angry and whatnot, but but, but I, I just don't like that. I don't, and I also try to, to not do that that often um, myself. So I'm not going to be like, well, I hate it in other people, but I'm doing it myself. But never insult or name name call your partner. Put another way, hate the sin, love the sinner. Gotham's research, or Gottman's research, found that contempt, belittling and demeaning a partner is the number one predictor of divorce. Do not bring previous fights arguments into current ones. This solves nothing and just makes the fight twice as bad as it was before. Yeah, you forgot to, to pick up groceries on the way home, but what does, that, uh, what does him being rude to your mother last Thanksgiving have to do with that or anything <laughs> yes if things get too heated take a breath or breather remove yourself from the situation and come back once emotions have cooled off a bit this is a big one for me personally sometimes when i th when things get intense with my wife i get overwhelmed and just leave i usually walk around the block two to three times and let myself seethe for a bit then i come back and we are both a bit calmer and we can resume the discussion with more conciliatory tone Remember that being right is not as important as both people feeling respected and hurt. You may well be right, but if you are right in such a way that makes your partner feel unloved, then there is no real winner. Yeah, I could also sign that. When people talk about the necessity for good communication all of the time, this is what they should mean. Be willing to have the uncomfortable talks, be willing to have the fights and say the ugly things and get it all out in the open. So maybe being honest and maybe talking what is on your mind and then saying what is on your mind. But yeah, I think this is going to be the it with the episode. I hope that you're doing fine. I hope that everything is good. I wish you the best health of happiness and also success. And I also hope that you're going to remember yourself and you're going to be remembered. It basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person and being remembered as a nice person. And yeah, with that, <laughs> I'm dizzy right now. Um... I wish you the best and I also hope that you're asking yourself these three questions that I'm going to tell you. The first one is why are you here? The second one is what are you trying to change? And the third one is what is bothering you the most? These three are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. And I'm hopefully going to see you the next time. So thanks a lot.